broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Cawthon. Before I introduce today's topic uh, for our podcast today, I want to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the Working Woman Radio Show is a great way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available that can pretty much meet any advertising budget. So if you'd like more information about becoming a sponsor, just go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com, click on the link for sponsorship, download the information, and then give us a call. We will be happy to help you. Now, with that bit of information, business information taken care of, I want to go ahead and jump into the topic for today's show. Now, I don't know if you've known this, but the Working Woman Radio Show recently kicked off a new feature of the podcast called Wednesday Wisdom. It's a time when I ask my listeners to uh, give me their feedback about a particular question, and then I read and share the wisdom that they share uh, on the show. Um, But this month's Wednesday Wisdom is going to be a little different. Uh, I do have a question, and the question is this. uh, What are some life lessons that can be learned from the year 2020? Um, But since this is the last uh, show of the calendar year, I decided to share some of the personal wisdom that I gleaned from my own observations and from my own experiences over the past year. Um, I want to share with you 12 life lessons that I've learned. Um, there, I'm sure there are other lessons that other people have learned, and that's terrific. Uh, but these are just things that um, kind of resonated with me over the past year, and I want to share those with you. So let's go ahead and get started. And these are in no particular order, um, just so you understand that. Uh, but the first one that I am uh, that I that I'm sharing is this: forgive others. Now, um, I don't know about you, but that's something I have really struggled with this year. Um, there are a couple of situations that I've been dealing with for quite some time that are really hard and they've been very hurtful. And sometimes I just find myself wanting to lash out at the people who have hurt me. But when I get to a quiet space, um, there are a couple of scriptures that come to mind. Um, and, and I, and they, and these scriptures have helped me. Let me share them with you. The first scripture is from, uh, Ephesians, the book of Ephesians chapter four, verse 31. And it says this, it says, never be bitter, angry, or mad. Never shout angrily or say things to hurt others. Never do anything evil. Be kind and loving to each other. Forgive each other the same as God forgave you through Christ. Now, um, there's that one, and then there's another one, um, and this one is in the book of Psalms. This is Psalms chapter 37, uh, verses 7 through 9, and it says this. It says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger, turn from wrath. Then it, it says it again. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Now, 
I I've I've let those scriptures kind of just um res they've resonated with me and they just kind of I kind of mull over them um and they have really helped me and I, and I, and I also uh, have thought a lot a lot about the Lord's prayer. There's a reason why Jesus instructs us to pray forgive us our debts even as we forgive our debtors. There's a reason why he said that. And and I think the reason is this. Sometimes we forget we forget that we are debtors too. We tend to only think in terms of who have wronged us, who's hurt us, who's who has offended us, um, but we rarely think in terms of who we've hurt and who we've wronged or who we've offended. Um, and as a result, we think we have the right not to forgive other people. I think because we forget we too are debtors. So I that that too resonated with me and that's helped me um, to let go and to forgive. So life is short, folks. Um, and I think it's important to really remember that and to trust that God is going to make these rights, these wrongs right in the end. And so forgive. That's one of the biggest things that I've learned this year. Um, Moving on to number two, number two, and this one is related to number one, but but I want to talk about how it's different. Number two is this: pursue reconciliation and make amends whenever possible. Now, reconciliation is different from forgiveness um, because forgiveness, forgiving someone, is a unilateral kind of thing, and by that I mean you can forgive another person without ever um, having them be a part of the process. Uh, forgiveness doesn't require that the other person participates. Reconciliation, though, on the other hand, requires that all parties uh, involved in the relationship basically come to the table. Um, and so there's a big difference there. Sometimes we think um, we have all this time to make things right, um, only to find out that our time with others has been cut short. And I want to share a little something with you um, that I that really hit home with me. It is from um, a gospel recording artist, J.J. Harrison. Now, uh, I grew up in the same church where J.J. Um, uh, and his parents and grandparents uh, ministered at. Uh, he doesn't know me, but I know him. He was a little, little, little guy. Um, uh, and I left uh, that particular church not too long uh, after he was born. I mean, he was just a little kid, so I know who he is, but he doesn't necessarily know who I am. But he is a he's a gospel recording artist, and he shared a very very um, personal story. He's very transparent about something that happened to him uh, a couple of weeks ago, and so I just want to go ahead and read to you what he posted on his Facebook page. And so here's what he said. He said. A few weeks ago, my management team suggested that I have a conversation with my father, James L. Harrison Jr. We've been estranged. Uh, we've had an estranged relationship all my life, speaking and seeing each other off and on every year or so. He met my son when he was very young, uh, but he never met my daughters at all. So the plan was to have a convo this weekend with him, my son, and I. I didn't confirm it, but I at least considered it. Well, last night I got home from a taping and my phone started going crazy at midnight. I found out that my father had had a heart attack and passed away. 
For those that know me, you know I'm not the guy that talks about death at all because I really don't grieve well. But I felt it was important to tell you all because I don't want you to assume tomorrow is an option. If you have an issue with someone in your family or a loved one, get it right today. Regret is as strong as an emotion as grief. And I don't really know how to say it any better than what he said it. Um, tomorrow is not promised to us folks. Um, so like he said, if you have relationships that need reconciliation and if it's at all possible within your power to be at peace with this person, then make things right. Don't put off to, uh, to tomorrow um, what you need to do today because you may not have tomorrow. Moving on to um, life lesson number three. Make the most of every opportunity. Um, for us, for many of us, this pandemic, as bad as it has been, has really opened up um, new doors of opportunity. Um, and and I and I and and, and I don't want to be callous because I know that there are a lot of people who are suffering, who are hurting. I know that there. I personally know people who have lost loved ones. Um, so I don't want to be. I don't want to seem um, callous or flippant. I I I don't. But there are opportunities um, that we've been able to take advantage of, or that can be taken advantage of. Um, and so for those people who have lost jobs or maybe who have even lost hours, maybe they didn't lose um, an entire their entire position, but hours have been cut. You know, this is a great time to start the business that you maybe have been wanting to start, uh, or at least to start a temporary side gig. Many of us uh, who are working from home, um, we have more flexible schedules now. Our kids are working from home, so we have more time with them as well. This is really a great time to bond with our children and to do more things as a family. Instead of us complaining about things, maybe um, this is a great time to make the most of this time and do some of the things that we couldn't really do before uh, when our schedules and our lives look different. I mean, there are many things as organizing our home, our workspace. I know people who have, who have told me me that they've been in their house for three, four, five years and didn't do anything with several of the rooms, but now they're decorating and styling things up and they're having, you know, some of the best, most creative times of their lives. You know, this is a time to take the kids camping. You know, we want to be safe and socially distanced, you know, but this is time to do those kinds of activities to connect with our kids. I mean, you don't even have to go far. You can just go camping in your backyard. I know people have done this. So, we need to not only look for opportunities to do good things with our own family, with our own friends, for ourselves, but we, we, we could also use this as an opportunity to do good things for others. Because like I said earlier, a lot of people are hurting. Um, so go ahead, share that encouraging word. Give that money gift. If the, if the Lord has put on your heart to bless someone who you know has lost income or uh, is about to get evicted, do it. Um, you know, get in the car, go visit that friend. Of course, make sure you're safe and socially distancing. Um, or 
pick up the phone call, send that note, um, send that text, you know, do, do the next thing. If you have a chance to do good, don't wait, don't put it off. Um, you may miss a window of opportunity that you might not have again. So like the Nike commercial says, just do it. All right. Number four, push past procrastination. Ooh, this is a big one. On any given day, there are a million and one things that can distract me, folks. I don't know about you, but I get distracted easily. For me, it's usually social media, maybe talking on the phone um, to several people, because I love to talk, as you can tell, uh, or just wanting to jump out of the house, jump up and get in the car and go shopping, because that's, that's fun. Um, and although I need to be doing other more important things, I tend to procrastinate about a task uh, that I don't want to do uh, because I might be feeling a little nervous or anxious about it for one reason or another. And to be fair, this has been a very, um, this has been a crazy year, which has caused a lot of people a lot of anxiety. Um, you know, not only have we had to deal with COVID-19, not only has me and my family, just like all the other families, had to deal with COVID-19, but for us, um, we have had some pretty big uh, personal losses this year. Um, very painful, uh, very unexpected. And so um, it's understandable that, you know, um, we would be nervous, I would be nervous, others would be nervous and anxious. Um, but procrastinating and allow, allowing ourselves to become distracted actually only serves to make things worse. Not only uh, did you not do the original task, but now you have to deal with the guilt of not doing the original task and you still have to do the original task. So the only way to remedy this uh, is to just do what you need to do. Make a plan of action, put things in place that will hold you accountable uh, to complete that plan and do it. All right. Number five, continue to do good. Now you might say, okay, no brainer, whatever. Um, but Doing good uh, is easy um, at the outstart. You know, we all start off uh, with good intentions, um, but continuing to do good, the operative word there is continuing, that gets a lot harder. That can be a lot more challenging. Um, I think we can all agree on the fact that it has been a difficult year. This pandemic has forced us to have to socially distance ourselves from friends and family, not just for one month or two months or four months or five months. We're in uh, month number 10. Um, we're about to turn the page into a new year and uh, this thing isn't over yet. So it, it's easy to do something for a little bit. It gets a lot harder. It becomes a lot more challenging when you have to do it long term. Um, but don't give up, folks. We must continue to do the good that we know to do, whether that good be wearing our masks out in public to protect not only ourselves, but to protect others, whether it be foregoing parties and going uh, to see family over the holidays and traveling, um, you know, and not going to a certain events in order to remain socially distant. Um, or it could be, the good could be giving our time, our energy, our money to fill in the gap, to help someone in need, as I've mentioned before. The the word is, the, the good word here is, don't be weary in do well, doing well, like the scripture says, for in due season, you will reap if you do not faint. 
Um, you know, one of the things that has really encouraged me is seeing um, people continue to do good uh, even when they were at the end of life, near the end of life. I think of people like Congressman John Lewis, who basically worked up to the end and was encouraging us, even on his deathbed, to get out there, to vote, to do the next thing. to, um, to and, and he believed that he was passing the baton on to others who would um, take, a, take it up and, and, and run that good race. Uh, and so people like Alex Trebek, the, the host of the longtime host of Jeopardy, who worked up until two weeks before his death, worked to um, get the show to the end of the year, to tape several um, shows to get them to the end of the year. I, 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 I think that that's incredible that he thought of others, even as he was dying. I think of people like Chadwick Boseman, the famous actor, uh, the Black Panther actor, actor and, um, you know, um, actor acted in many other big movies, um, who worked um, and, and, and until the end as well, who shared his gifts and talents with us, even though he was suffering from cancer. I believe it was colon cancer. So um, these people remind me to do good and to finish strong, uh, and it inspires me, and I hope that it inspires you too. Moving on to uh, life lesson number six, be flexible. Honey, that's important. People have asked me how me and my family have been able to do so many interesting things during the pandemic. And we've done all kinds of them. We've done photo shoots in parks and we've, you know, taken trips um, out of town um, and stayed in Airbnbs and just, um, you know, climbed mountains and um, been to um, all kinds of, spa uh, you know, outdoor spaces and places. Um, but the answer to that is that we've been willing to be creative and to basically think outside the box. Um, you know, you don't have to let a problem completely shut you down. And although this year has been uh, crazy, um, uh, we can be creative. And we've seen some of the creativity. You know, all you got to do is look on the internet and see some of the things that, are peop that people are doing. And it's, it's pretty wonderful, I'm, I'm going to say. Um, and so there... I guess the lesson in this is that there are more than one way to do things. Um, and we, we keep seeing that over and over again. And I think that's one of the wonderful things that have come out of this horror of a year. Um, so don't be afraid to try new things uh, and to experiment. I think that would be the lesson here. Number seven, ask questions and don't assume. This is a big one. Unfortunately, this year with the election and all of the ugly politics around it. People have been particularly bad about putting labels on other people. Of course, we uh, have social media where, and people have this platform where they can just say anything they want and put it out there. Um, and, you know, there's been so much name calling, so much, um, you know, um, blaming and ugliness. It has been disheartening. And, um, there's been this abundance of, of terms being thrown around. Radical liberals and um, racist conservatives and socialist left and right-wing regressives and, and, and the list goes on and on. I can't even think of them all. Um, but we need not assume. Um, uh, we, we need to be open. We need to listen. People 
Uh, another thing that has happened is that people assume that if you are a certain race or practice a certain religion that uh, that you think a certain way. I, I know that people see me as a black woman. They assume that I'm this lifelong Democrat. Uh, and that really could not be further, um, farther from the truth. I, I am not a lifelong Democrat. But um, but people just assume she's black, she's a Democrat. Um, and um, they... they they seem, you know, we do this to each other, uh, and but we need to not do that. Additionally, as a woman of color, it really bothers me when I hear um, my white friends um, give oversimplified answers and dismiss things like racism. Um, you know, we need to be listening to each other. People and situations are complicated, and it really requires humility to admit that you don't have all the answers, you don't know everything, um, and you shouldn't assume. We need to be we need to be listening, and we need to ask questions. So I think that that is something that I've learned this year, uh, and I think it's something that we all could stand to learn and do better. Number eight. Take the time to find out the facts. So this is sort of related to what I just said about asking questions. If there's one thing we've seen this year is that people uh, have been spreading a lot of false information. Um, most of the time this happens because we share, um, uh, we say or share something on social media without taking the time to check out all the facts. If it's easy to look at something on our news feed that we already agree with, uh, and just kind of click the button, share it without vetting any of the information. I've been guilty of that a few times. I'm sure you've been guilty of it too, but we must resist the urge to do this. Don't be lazy. Dig deeper. Read. Ask the questions. Go beyond the initial sound bites. Listen to other people who have differing opinions from you. You might actually learn something. Um, and, you know, and again, uh, we need to have a spirit of humility um, and, you know, because that's what it's going to take for us to move forward. But uh, but I, I implore um, uh, my listeners to take the time to, to find out the facts, to ask the questions, to read, to study and to learn. Don't just don't don't just go with the first little bit of information that you hear. Um, that's how we end up spreading false information. And, and, and it's not good. Moving on to number nine, respect and honor your own boundaries. Let me tell you, setting boundaries is hard work on any given day, on a good day. But this pandemic has taken boundary setting and, um, and socially distancing to an entirely different level. I mean, we are literally having to set boundaries, physical boundaries. Um, we have family and friends who believe that COVID-19 um, is no more um, deadlier than the common flu uh, and who think that we're being ridiculous and overly cautious. Um, there are many activities and events that we've had to say no to because of safety reasons. And there's some people uh, who have had hurt feelings because of our choices. Let me tell you, we talk about peer pressure in children, but let me tell you, peer pressure is a powerful thing even for adults. And you might be tempted to let them slide. There, there have been a few times when I thought to myself, 
you know, maybe we are making too big of a deal. But let me tell you, I think it's important to stay true to your own self and set those boundaries, state them clearly, not just in this um, scenario, not just with this pandemic. This is a life lesson going forward to use whenever and however you need it. But state those, set your boundaries, state them clearly so that other people will know uh, because it can literally save your life. Um, and so, and we've, we've seen that again and again this year. So, um, don't be afraid to set a boundary. Number nine, be prepared. Be prepared, like the Boy Scouts say. If 2020 has taught us anything, it has taught us to be prepared. Make sure you're taking care first things first, folks. Sometimes we end up majoring on the minor and we focus on the wrong things and we end up not having the essentials. I mean, remember, this is a year where we were all running around for toilet paper, okay? Um, so whether it's having that extra toilet paper in case of a shortage or having an, em an emergency fund, um, in case you lose your job or your hours get cut, which has happened to a lot of people, um, being prepared is extremely important uh, so that you can handle the challenges um, that life throws your way. Uh, and because um, whether it's a pandemic or something else next year, life is going to throw you something and you need to be prepared. Number 10, be willing to accept change. That can be hard. I, I'll be honest. I don't really like change. Um, I like um, the comforts of the status quo. I like um, knowing that, you know, A, B comes after A and C comes after B. I don't like change, but let's face it, life is full of change. And lots of things changed in 2020, the way we work, the way we entertain ourselves, how we've been interacting with family and friends, just a lot of things. So while most of us hope that things will go back to normal soon, uh, part of being successful, a successful, well-adjusted person is accepting the fact that the world will never really be exactly the same as it was before. Although things will be different though, I think that that's not necessarily a bad thing. There's some things um, that uh, came about uh, as a result of this pandemic that were actually good, good changes, like um, staying home and socially distancing yourself when you're sick. I mean, we're the nation that sends people to school and to work when we're sick. I mean, we people sometimes receive accolades uh, for coming to work when they're sick. They press through, we say. They're a trooper, we say. Well, we, we don't need to do that. If we're sick, whether or not it's COVID-19 or some other kind of illness, stay home. We are learning to do that this year. We've learned to stay home. Um, we've also learned to find creative ways to entertain ourselves. Imagine that. We've seen some really cool things uh, over social media, on the news. Um, and so we've, we've adapted. And I think that that's a good thing. So be willing to accept ch the changes that are going to come uh, in the new year. Number 11, enjoy life now. How many times have we heard someone say, when I get more money, I'm going to do this. Or when my kids get grown, I'm going to do that. Um, we may have even made those kinds of statements ourselves. The only problem with that mindset is that, again, life is not guaranteed to us. We 
need to learn to live in the moment and enjoy each day. And enjoying each day means doing the little things. It means, you know, spending time with family and friends as best as you can during this pandemic. It means taking pictures. You know, I know people that don't have good pictures of themselves. Go outside and take a picture. Have someone take a picture of you. Gosh, we don't even have to use film anymore. It's all digital. You can take 100 pictures of yourself if you want to. So take a good picture. Take pictures of your loved ones. Take pictures with your loved ones. Go fly a kite. Look at a rainbow. Go see a waterfall. Don't wait, folks. Don't put it off. Um, use the good china. I have good china, uh, and I use it some, but I'm going to use it more in the coming year. Uh, break it out. Have a party as long as it's a socially distant one. Um, this past year, just just to leave you with this uh, number, uh, because it's a sobering thing, 334,291 people as of today um, have died in the United States from COVID-19. That, that, is, that is a sobering thought. Um, and so if there's anything that we've learned this year is that tomorrow is not promised to us. So do what you need to do today to enjoy life. And my last point is this, be a giver. It really is more blessed to give than receive. I, I, I am a personal witness of that. I'm always amazed about how blessed I am when I give uh, and sow into other people's lives, especially when I give wholeheartedly and not begrudgingly. Um, remember, it's it's not all about you. Giving back and pouring yourself into the lives of others paradoxically ends up giving you a very high quality of life. Um, by giving, you really do receive. So that's a word that I want to leave you with today. Be a giver. Well, those are my thoughts for uh, today's show. Um and for today's Wednesday Wisdom, I hope that they will bless you. I hope they will encourage you. I hope that they will inspire you. Our time together is just about up. Um, but thank you for listening. Uh, and I just pray that the things I shared to do, to, with you today will bless you. If you haven't already done so, I want to just encourage my listeners to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show page. Um, I'm going to include a couple of links um, that I think might be helpful to you at the bottom of the show page for this episode. So don't forget to scroll down and look at the bottom of the page to check those out. Um, well, our time together is up, but God bless. Uh, and we at the Working Woman Radio Show wish you a happy holiday and a wonderful new year. God bless and we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show.